Hey there, I'm Asha Juno, and you're listening to This Hope Podcast. You being here is no small thing, and my hope is to fill your ears and your heart with words that invite us to lean in, stretch out our arms, and take hold of what will satisfy our souls. Wherever you are, wonder, connection, and hope are within reach. Come and see. Hello and welcome to another episode of This Hope Podcast. I am so glad you're here. Today, we are talking about faith, imperfect faith, which is honestly the only type of faith available to our very imperfect selves in this very imperfect world. Imperfect faith is really our only option. Imperfect faith is all we've got. And here's the good news. It's imperfect faith in the perfectly faithful God. We don't have to worry about having perfect faith because our imperfect faith can be in the perfectly faithful one. This episode came about as a bit of a spinoff from the episode right before this one. It was um, kind of a state of the soul address, if you will. I shared about this soul rest that I'm experiencing right now that has been so powerful and so profound. And I'd encourage you to listen to that episode for the full backstory because this soul rest, it's not some magic trick or some immediate overnight thing. Soul rest, I found, is the perfect gift of imperfect faith. Soul rest is the perfect gift of imperfect faith, and it's available to all of us. Soul rest is for you. Through faith, you can experience soul rest. And that may be an exciting thing. That may be terrifying. It depends on your relationship with faith because faith can be intimidating. There is this verse that I used to be half inspired by, but mostly intimidated by. I know that math doesn't add up half and mostly, but intimidated slash inspired by this verse in Hebrews chapter 11, the first part of verse six, it says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. And whether you are a self-proclaimed people pleaser or not, I think we all experience this desire to be pleasing to some degree. We all want to be pleasing. We all want to make someone proud. And the thought that we could please the God of the universe, that we could make our Heavenly Father proud, that's a big deal. And I remember reading that verse and thinking, yes, if I could make the God of the universe smile, if I could make God happy with me, I want that. Okay, and so how do I do that? All right, faith. Okay, where do I start? And my people-pleasing Enneagram 2, if that means anything to you, self, was like, okay, if this is how I please God, I'm going to do it and I'm going to be the best 
God pleaser ever. And then I just realized that, yeah, I'm going to always fall short. So then is it impossible to please God? Well, without faith, it's impossible to please God. What does that mean? I don't know. And then I was just kind of in this really hard spiral of like, I'm not doing enough, but but what should I be doing? I don't know. And I want to stop myself right here. And if your brain is starting to swirl, I want to stop you right here. Because what I have come to know and believe with all my heart is that I am pleasing to God not because of anything I have or have not done, am or am not doing, will or will not do. I am pleasing to God and lovely to God and loved by God because I am his. You are pleasing to God, lovely to God, and loved by God simply because you are his. That's it. God is the creator and you are his creation. We are all his favorites, all favorites in different ways, all cherished in different ways. And this verse isn't about us trying to please a God who is sitting far off, just tallying up our good and bad choices. If you could see me right now, I'm doing air quotes. No, this verse is about how much joy it brings God when we choose him back. Because God has already chosen us. God chose us from the moment he conceived us in his incomprehensible mind, and then he created us. You are holy and completely known and loved by the creator of the universe. You are holy and completely chosen and pleasing to the creator of the universe. And he so desperately wants for you to choose him back. God is waiting with bated breath for you to turn and say, I choose you too, God. I love you too. And that is what pleases God. That is what faith is. Faith is choosing the one who has already chosen you. Faith is loving the one who already loves you. And on God's end, it's all perfect because God is perfect and holy. His love for us is perfect and holy, unlike our love. It is unending, unwavering, unconditional. On our end, things will always be imperfect. But as long as our imperfect faith is in the perfectly faithful one, we will have soul rest. Our souls will be satisfied with our imperfect faith as long as our imperfect faith is in the perfectly faithful one. And to dig a little deeper into this verse is to see God's perfection even more because that word for faith, that word that we read that seems intimidating and unattainable, that word in the original language in Greek is pistis. And I want to read some snippets from the definition 
of that original word because there is so much freedom here. It says, faith, pistis, is always a gift from God and never something that can be produced by people. It is distinct from human belief, yet involving it. God continuously births faith in the yielded believer so they can know him. Faith is always received from God and never generated by us. This faith involves belief, but it goes beyond human believing because it involves the personal revelation of God. Faith is always God's work. Our believing has eternal meaning when it becomes faith believing by the transforming grace of God. So this faith that pleases God is a gift from God. God's already done everything. He created us. He is so pleased with us. He loves us. And all we have to do is turn to him and love him back. That's what pleases God. That's what makes the God of the universe smile. That is what brings joy to God is when we choose him back. And he he makes himself so known in this world through his creation so that we we see it and we receive this gift and then we just turn to him. So this faith that is pleasing to God, that at first seems so intimidating, is actually the easiest thing. It's receiving God's love, receiving the truth that he has chosen you, he is so pleased with you, he loves you wholly and completely, and then saying, I want that. I want that love. I choose that love too. That is faith. This faith, this word pistis, is mentioned in another verse. It says faith comes from hearing and hearing from the word of Christ. So that's it. How do we get this faith? How do we take that first step in choosing God? How do we make that turn to where we say, God, I want to choose you back? You hear the word of Christ, the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, the truth of God making a way for us to get back to him. And so I want to share my interpretation of the gospel in hopes that You will hear this and have fresh, renewed faith, or maybe you'll hear this for the first time and decide, yeah, that's what I want. This is not perfect. (laughs) I tried and tried to write something that captures the simplicity and the complexity of God's love, and I will never be able to do that. This is my best attempt at conveying the gospel of Jesus, God's love for us. There is one holy God, completely and incomprehensibly set apart. God is like no being 
and no being is like God. God has all power, all knowledge, and all love. God is love. Perfect, pure, holy love, set apart and like nothing else. Out of his holy love, God creates. God created every good thing, but none as special to him as us. God made human beings in his own image. He made us from himself and for himself. We were made from holy love and for holy love, and our souls will settle for nothing less. Holy love is our only satisfaction and the only way back to wholeness. We need a way back because sin told us we didn't need God. We could do better. And we believed that lie. We thought we could be our own gods, but believing that lie led to brokenness, death, and eternal longing. Without God, we cannot be satisfied. Because of his holy love for us, God longs for us too. Before sin, before separation, before longing, God made a way to bring us back, satisfy our souls, and make us whole again. Jesus. Jesus is our holy God's heart on full display. Jesus is holy love. Jesus is the way for all people in all places across all of time to be restored, to be made whole. Jesus' life proves God's relentless pursuit of us. Jesus' death proves the depths of God's love. Jesus' resurrected life proves God's power over sin and God's unmatched authority to bring us back to life. Look to Jesus and see God as he truly is. Acknowledge your sin. Believe our holy maker is inviting you to be made whole again. Receive the holy love you were made from and made for and let your soul live fully satisfied. This is the gospel of Jesus Christ, the good news of Jesus. And this is the first step to faith, the first step to imperfect faith, the first step to a lifetime of pleasing the one who is already perfectly pleased with you. Today is the day, friend. This Hope Podcast is a series on the Wellspring Pensacola Podcast. You can expect new episodes right here on the 1st, 3rd, 
and fifth Tuesdays of every month. If you'd like to connect in between, you can find me on Instagram at Asha June O. That's A S H A J U N E O H or at Asha June O.com. Until next time, sending you hugs and hope.